Are you ready? I'm a hot pink machine. Welcome again to Highly Questionable. She's never ready for the start of the show. What do you like on today's show, Mina Kimes? Knicks fans, today is your day. Uh, maybe. Not, maybe. Maybe. Not Probably not. Who should the NBA want to win the lottery tonight? For the business of the NBA, I think to make a few more dollars with some marketing, you could go Los Angeles, you could go the New York Knicks, you'd be fine. But that matters less than it ever has. A guy like Zion Williamson, wherever he goes, he will become a star if he is great at basketball. I think what you need to be looking out for tonight is the ways to laugh at the New York Knicks. They've been waiting for this moment so long. For many years, we thought the draft might be rigged because the New York Knicks got Patrick Ewing 30 years ago. And since then, all that's happened is the mecca of basketball hasn't gotten the free agents that it wants. You want to laugh at New York today. It doesn't matter whether it's Atlanta that allows you to laugh, Phoenix allows you to laugh, Cleveland allows you to laugh, as long as you get to laugh at the New York Knicks. Stan's right. New York and L.A., the two biggest markets, would be the best for business. L.A. would be hilarious, by the way, because their odds are so small. If they got Zion, people would be convinced that the draft is rigged for the next 30 years. New York would be hilarious because Knicks fans right now are currently on the streets tweaking, having a collective nervous breakdown. Like, if you see a Knicks fan, treat him or her like a pigeon. Do not make eye contact. Walk away. Now, the irony is, if either of those teams got Zion, there's a pretty strong chance they would flip him for Anthony Davis because they both want to contend in the short term. And that's fine, too, for the NBA because all they really need is for New York and L.A. to be relevant. Now, from a basketball perspective, the best landing place is probably Atlanta, but that wouldn't be nearly as fun. Oh, I know a team. I know a team that has a chance to win the lottery. It's a small chance. Right, there it's it is. only 1%. Right, it is but 1%. I tell you one thing. I wonder you which way this is going to go. Which way will this go? Which way will it go? I'm telling you, you know, I'm you know going to make a prediction Oh, here's now. the prediction. That's it's right. coming. Wait, it's, it's coming. Zion it's coming. coming to South Beach. Oh, there it is. Big surprise. Big surprise. I kept them in suspense. You really That's did, right. Poppy. They had no idea where you'd end up. They thought you might go Phoenix there, but no, big yeah. surprise, Miami. <laughs> did Brett Brown earn another year as coach of the Sixers? Do you understand how rare it is to get to stay in the same place for seven years when your career record is 178 and 314? He's nearly 150 games under 500, but because that's been a unique set of circumstances in Philadelphia and because no matter the management team, they keep drafting very high from Michael Carter Williams to Okafer. They can't find but one guy who can shoot and Joel Embiid doesn't shoot all that well. So they're going to be patient with the guy that they owe $15 million because why not? They were about bounce away from advancing and it's not his fault they didn't get that bounce four bounces actually but dan's right they were this close to making it to the eastern conference finals and while the sixers had a ton of talent that talent only played like 21 games together they didn't have a lot of outside shooting they didn't have much in the way of a bench which is how you end up with joel Embiid playing meaningful minutes despite the fact that he had theraflu running through his veins all that considered Brett Brown did a pretty good job. I mean, sure, the offense struggled a bit. He didn't really figure out Embiid and Simmons. Those final possessions were kind of ugly. And at times, he looked like a dad being asked to braid his daughter's hair for the first time. He just has, like, that face, you know? He does have that face. But that said, look at the options out there. 
Look at what the Lakers did. I mean, when you look at that, it kind of made sense that they stuck with Brett. Ding! 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 Hello? Oh, Fred, how are you? Fred Hoiber. Fred Hoiber. Yeah. What's going on, Fred? You think that they should have fired him? I hire you? You okay. are an offensive come genius? On, come on. All right, Fred, man. I pass the word around. Pass the word around. All right, take care. Take care, Fred. I pass that word around. I mean, why are we still getting calls? He's got a Nebraska job now. <laughs> Do the Blazers have a realistic shot to beat the Warriors? ESPN has people make predictions on these games, and all 16 analysts have picked the Warriors. Not a one has said Blazers, although Stugatz on the radio show is now saying, can you put my picture up there? I'll take the Blazers in four because I just want to get an outpost where I can plant my flag even though nobody else in the world is there. Kevin Durant knows how good this team is. He told it right to C.J. McCollum's face, laughing in his face before the season about the idea that the Trailblazers could actually knock off the Warriors. I mean, you know you're, you you know you guys aren't going to win a championship. Bro, we have the, the team. <laughs> we have the capabilities. Anything is possible. We can win a championship, bro. I mean, let's be honest. Bro, we can win a championship. Anything is possible. I just need to look. I need more. I mean, I like y'all. I like the two. I like y'all two. You're hard to stop. But, I mean, come on. Oh, boy. First, to address the question, uh, Durant's out, we know, game one. If he's also out game two... And three, and four, and five, and six, and seven, then yes, I actually do think they've got a shot because then it's going to be two dueling backcourts, both of whom are amazing. Now, if Durant is healthy and he plays, I don't think Portland has an answer for him. I personally do hope that he comes back because I'm a good person and I think he deserves a shot to play, but mostly because it gives us a chance to play this over and over. And if somehow Portland miraculously pulls this off, that will be one of the greatest cold takes in sports history. Here's the problem, though. 27 times the Warriors have played without Durant and with Curry. They're 26-1 and in those games. They miss Steph Curry a lot more than they do Durant. If Portland pulls this off, we will be able to say it's the biggest upset in the history of the sport because nobody's picking them. Why, why all these people, they have to pick the Warriors to win, you know what I mean? I mean, you got to pick the Blazers, you know? If, if the Blazers, they win, you're a hero, you know? And if the Blazers, they lose, nobody will remember you at all. Nobody will, will remember what you said. That is so true. It is true. <laughs> didn't come out too good, though. No, that's also <laughs> true. That's also true because, he, you know, it didn't come out too good. I'm picking the Blazers, too. <laughs> ah, that's right. That's Two cool. of us. Heroes. Is <laughs> Jose Flacco being a jerk by refusing to mentor Drew Block? Black. Okay, very good. Drew Locke, the machine kind of stumbled there. Drew Locke is the name of the prospect the Broncos have. Now, it appears that Joe and the Broncos are the only people in the world who don't know that Joe wasn't very good last year. He's Flacco saying, I'm not mentoring anybody. Um, so as far as a time constraint and all that stuff, I'm, you know, I'm not worried about developing guys or any of that. You know, that is what it is. And like I said, I hope he does develop. But... I don't look at that as my job. My job is to go win football games for this football team. First of all, yes, he wasn't very good last year, but his hair looks incredible. Uh, everybody always points to Alex Smith saying, oh, he was such a great mentor. He let Kaepernick come in. He was helpful. He shepherded Pat Mahomes. And while that's true, outside of Alex Smith, Nobody really cares, okay, if veteran quarterbacks are mentoring the young guys, which is why this is so dumb. 
While it's fair, if Joe Flacco still thinks he's a starter and his time should be spent in that area, I don't personally agree. He doesn't have to say so. Nobody's going to follow up with you if you say you're willing to help Drew Locke. All this does is make you look like a jerk. Except that that job is really difficult to do. To change teams, to not be as good as you were, as Joe Flacco isn't, requires a great deal of time. He offered that in the way of context, saying, look, I don't have time to babysit anybody else. I've got to stay good, and so I understand the selfishness of that, that you don't want to mentor a guy who's coming to take your job because she just mentioned Alex Smith. That didn't go so well for him mentoring those guys. They ended up replacing him. Just lie. Just say you'll help. You don't have to help. Coming up next on Highly Questionable. Oh, oh, dear God, the no, answer is yes. Yeah. An wow, obvious wow, yes. Wow. Yes, an obvious wow. yes. This is elite wow. athleticism. Yes. Time to play the game that always listens to the same song on repeat until he completely ruins it. Do you question? You give us topics and events, we question it. My childhood, four years, bad blood, kept playing on the record player. Not making that up. Do you question if the left fielder should have to pay for this? We go out to college softball, NAIA. What happened? Did someone run through a fence or something? Rito sends that one into left field. Robinson's tracking it at the fence. She runs oh into it. Yeah, I mean, wow, I got that exactly right. How did you know? I didn't, I didn't know. I was just making a prediction based on what this show shows, which is the only time we cover softball is when someone is breaking a fence or running into a fence. I'm sure you guys have a montage of amazing softball highlights, breaking fences. I didn't see it, I swear. No, I believe you. Your institutional knowledge of dumb videos is so great that you knew what was going to happen. I'm amazed. Hold on a second. Second. Can disgusting. we look at the vigorous umpire at the very end of that? I want you to watch this umpire coming in here with this excited redundancy it. right at the she end of this. The yeah! yeah. Robinson took out that fence on her way. And to wait a minute. The, the, the one who hit it, the base runner, thought it was a home run. Everyone on the field was cheering. Uh, to answer the question, no, she should not have to pay for that fence. <laughs> it's very important that you honor the question. Thank you, Mina, for answering the question. No, she should not have to pay for that. Well, you know what happened when the fence doesn't break? Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking of. The woman who ran into the center field fence right here. Close-up shot for you, Mina. Yeah, slow it down. You got a Mina no, cam there. No, Mina's I, horror. Yeah, slow it down so Mina can drink in her face. No, Thank no. you, guys. Oh, oh, and right here it is. Oh. Oh, God. Do you question if this was a good defensive play? All right, we're going out to volleyball. I want you to predict it again. Volleyball. I don't know. Did someone get spiked in the face? I don't know. Volleyball. What do we have? Good defensive play. Let's see. What do we have? What do we have? Oh, oh and there it is. I am amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait a minute. Did that point count? Did the, the, the red team get that point with his forehead? He stopped the shot, buddy. He did. I'm sorry. Can we run the fact that your entire career has prepared you to predict the outcome? I would be an amazing gambler if I was allowed to make bets on producers being lazy and doing the most predictable thing with their videos. 
Do you question if this is a positive learning environment? All right, this is a teacher's video. We're going to a classroom. I'm going to test my luck here on predicting things. If someone catches fire, no. Is this a positive oh my God. environment? Is that, the teacher? that is the teacher right there. That is not a. Oh, she just carted him. Oh my God. Yeah, she destroyed him, made him go through a door. Uh, can we watch that teacher again celebrating his student dunking viciously on another student? <laughs> oh, I remember a better dunk at school. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even make it. Did he make it? No. No, he no, didn't make it? Did not make it. <laughs> did not Almost had a cool... Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, there was not a cool face. landing. Not. You landed on your face, and your face landed on your top. Do you question if this kid is an elite athlete? It's usually pretty doubtful. The face of skepticism over here. She is here to judge whether this is elite athleticism or not. What do we have? All right. Oh, oh, dear God, the no, answer is yes. Yeah. An wow, obvious wow, yes. Wow. Yes, an obvious wow. yes. This is elite wow. a- athleticism. Yes. Wow. Yes. Also, maybe child abuse? <laughs> okay, that sucks a tiny bit of the fun out of this I'm story. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, He's extremely kid like a yeah. yo yo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can just enjoy the video. That was good caution, though. This Wilson. Uh oh. What do we have here? Oh, this is good, Poppy. Yeah. Oh, oh, coach, come on, coach, coach. I mean, coach. She's supposed to land on her own. I mean, agreed. But what's he doing there? Like, I mean, make yourself useful. Highly questionable. This broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that hates when people feel the need to take credit for the smallest accomplishments. See? Oh, no. You tell us what to watch on television tonight. He will always be intrigued. Was that last one about me? No, I didn't say that. Tonight on Fox Sports North, Angels and Twins. Oh, Poppy, the return of Shohei Otani. You like this guy, oh, yeah. yeah. He can pitch, he can hit, yes. He can do both those things. He had elbow surgery, and even if he doesn't come back as a pitcher, if that elbow never works again, if it works that enough to hit the ball like this, he's going to have a position. Move it back to the track. <laughs> that is a bomb. Good God. To left center field. Um, He's got a career as a hitter if he doesn't want to pitch. If that rotator cuff doesn't work, uh, Mina, are you intrigued? It might be easier for him. Yes, I'm intrigued. Everyone thinks I'm bitter about Shohei Otani because I'm a Mariners fan. He didn't choose Seattle. But they got to understand, I am a Mariners fan. You can't hurt what's already dead inside. (laughs) Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? The Angels, they finally have a baseball player that we're paying attention to. That's right. At least they found somebody that we can talk about it. It's a Mike Trout joke. Yeah? (laughs) I'm not sure he knew that it was a Mike Trout joke. (laughs) He sounded surprised by that. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Angels. Tonight on NBC Sportsnet, Game 3, Bruins and Hurricanes. Uh, Poppy, you like sandwiches. What are your favorite sandwiches? Sandwiches, you know, the Cuban sandwich. 
Uh, that's it. Okay, yeah. that's it. That's the list for my father. So he wouldn't be interested in any of this Justin Williams description on what it's down to. Oh, what that feels like in the playoffs. You know, you spend uh, all this time off leading up, and, and everyone writing articles about how great you are, and then um, you know you come out, and sometimes you gotta you gotta eat a poop sandwich. It doesn't taste good. And you have to chew on it for a little bit, and we'll have to do it for a couple of days, and. Um, get the taste of our mouse next game. I want a poopy cam that shows his face when he hears poop sandwich. Mina, are you intrigued? Uh, no, although a poop sandwich is an apt metaphor for game number two. Uh, Poppy, that's right. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued, but you want to know how it looks to eat that poop sandwich? No, not really. Really? No, okay, here's a right. There you have it. No. There you have it. All right. All right. Look at that. It's so disgusting. No. I can't look at it. Is it With all the trimmings. With all the trimmings. All the trimmings. With all the trimmings, says my, my father. Still going. On HBO, what's my name? Muhammad Ali. Oh, all things Ali are interesting. And what if I were to tell you that LeBron James is executive producing? Let's see what we've got here. I'm Cassius Marcellus Clay the Six. At 188 pounds, Clay is lightning fast. Cassius Clay takes another step up the heavyweight ladder. The winner, IATKO, Cassius Clay! Cassius Clay is a name no more, is that right? Yes, sir. It's Muhammad Ali. Anybody gave you the name? My leading teacher, Elijah Muhammad. Muhammad means worthy of all praises, and Ali means most high. Here comes Muhammad Ali. He's one of the most unique fighters in history. My name is Muhammad Ali, and you'll announce it right there in that ring. The world's greatest heavyweight, Muhammad Ali. How about you, Mina? Are you intrigued? He's always interesting. Muhammad Ali, I've rarely seen anything about him that's not interesting. What do you got, Mina? It looks good. And Lakers fans, LeBron made something you can watch during the playoffs. <laughs> Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? So LeBron produced this documentary, eh? That's right. Well, LeBron also changed his name. From LeBron to LeGroin. That's not true. That's My right. father changed that's his name. Right. That was well, not a legal name. No, but no, that's no, right. no. That's, right. that's, that's not that true. Trigger his no. imagination, you know, to no, produce a documentary. That's right, buddy. Um, what? Streaming on Animal Planet, Monsters Inside Me. It really does sound nasty, right? We can all agree on that. If there's a monster inside you, it's probably nasty. What do we have here? Later that night, John is tucking one of his kids into bed when he senses his opportunity. At that point, this thing has now moved to a place where I can reach it. What thing? I was like, okay, this is it. I woke up Margaret and I said, you know, I'm going to pull this out of my mouth. He asked me to just hold the flashlight and, you know, make sure that he can see what he's doing in his mouth took the forceps. I had to dig into the tissue of my cheek, so there's a little bit of blood, and I just wedged one end under the creature inside of my mouth. He said, I got something. I was really nervous. So I just very slowly pulled it out, oh, and I was God. able to finally see it in front of my face. John has no idea what living creature he's just pulled out of his mouth. 
I mean, maybe it is. I was hoping for a possum, actually. Mina, are you intrigued? Of course I am not going to watch that. Okay, I thought that that was self-explanatory. But what about you, Poppy? Are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. But listen, if you want to get rid of something that you got inside you, the best way to do it is, uh, is having some X-lax, you know what I mean? If you, if you go, if you use some X-lax, you know, you, you got guarantee you're going to get rid of it right away. Well, you're going to get rid of something. My <laughs> guess is it's probably not something that's living in your face, though. Well, you know, it will work, believe me. You don't believe him. It won't work. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. What a journalistic dismount right there. A 75-year-old Cuban man making an X-lax joke to lead us into Around the Horn. And I'm dressed like Pepto Bismol. That's true. That's he is. Right. That is. All right. Good night, everybody. Tying it all together. Sophisticated.